Welcome to the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast, fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle programs created for your goals and your reality. No magic pills, no judgments, and no time to waste. Let's get into it. What is up, team? Coach Justin here with Feel Strong Fitness. Thank you, as ever, for tuning in, subscribing, pressing whatever combination of buttons you had to press on your podcast delivery service of choice to get me into your ears. I really appreciate it. First of all, off the bat, this is, I think, my seventh attempt at recording this podcast. The neighbors are doing some construction. There's been some major street action, lots of backing up trucks. None of it a big deal. But uh, we're going to try and get this one down real solid. And I've honestly changed my thinking a little bit about how I want to express this in the past six or seven attempts, whatever it's been. I've been thinking a lot about dramatic action, major changes, people deciding to make big changes in their life. What do I mean by that? We see this a lot in moments of stress or after moments of stress, after major events driven by a range of emotions and situations. But for example, the person who says they're never going to drink again, the person who says they're going to attend the gym for every day in the month of January, the person who says they're going to stop eating gluten or carbs or whatever it is, nutrition and fitness, this comes up all the time. Something happens, someone gets in a situation, sometimes an emotionally stressful situation and decide to make a big change and a big decision. Now, that motivation is potentially great. It's potentially very useful. We're not anti-motivation. And honestly, if you want to change things, things are going to have to change. If you keep doing what you've always done, then you'll be exactly where you are. And if for some reason you're unhappy with that, and we can always delve into that further, why you're unhappy, what the actual goal might be. But if you're unhappy, then certainly things need to change. The motivation is great. The plan is garbage. Committing to huge, massive overhauls of your life as the first step are usually really bad. The desire for dramatic action is not bad. Changing goals leads to sudden inspiration. This can be a motivating factor for lots of things. Maybe this is the thing that leads you to walk into a gym for the first time or to talk to a coach, to buy yourself a bike. That's great. That's a big decision. But then what? It has to be the start of Routines, behaviors, habits. Real change is the result of lots of small choices. Life is a series of small choices. Everything you do is a just a series of choices, A to B to C, all the way down. Butterfly effect, if you take a right, this happens. If you take a left, this happens. You do this thousands and thousands and thousands of times a day. And what we would like to do is start affecting those choices. Let those choices be driven by this desire, this moving toward a goal that you have. Excellent. These little choices are going to be small, meaningful changes. And I'm a big believer that we can't do too many at once. Why is that? Because I want you to succeed. It's not because I want to slow things down. It's not because it's too complicated. It's not because you won't understand for especially the coaches and longtime trainees and fitness professionals and people who've been doing this a long time who are already blowing me off and turning this down saying, yeah, 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 I understand. That's for most people, but I can handle this. No, you can't. Are you exactly where you want to be? And if you are, then I suspect my words are resonating with you. Small, 
meaningful changes. This is the person who commits to having some vegetables with every meal versus the person who says they're not going to have any processed carbs or sugar or alcohol. Because when the no processed carb, sugar, alcohol person falls off the train, they think they're a complete failure. Well, it's really gone to, gone to hell or maybe they don't feel good. They're having a hard time making up their nutrition with it, whatever it is. Small, meaningful changes are vastly superior to giant, dramatic changes because small, meaningful changes then become behaviors. They become things that you do. And the more you do these behaviors, then behaviors become habits. And habits are where it's at. Habits are what we are after. Habits will stay with you when things get really hard. It is a habit, I hope, to brush your teeth a couple of times a day. Do you ever not have time to brush your teeth? I certainly hope not. I suspect not. It's just a thing you do. Even when you're very busy, of course you do this. It's just a habit. You wouldn't think of not doing it. And that's what we need these small, meaningful changes to become. We need going to the gym three times a week to become a habit. It's just a thing you do. You wouldn't not do it. It has to fit in. It's mandatory. It's like going to work or taking care of your family or paying your bills. It's just a thing you do. Sometimes you love it. Sometimes you don't love it. Sometimes you don't feel like doing it. Sometimes you don't even have any fun when you're there. But it's a habit. These small, meaningful changes become behaviors, become habits, and habits are what lay the foundation for actual lifestyle change. The person who goes to the gym three days a week for at least 30 minutes at a time, that's their new goal. We're talking going from zero, not working out or working out very irregularly to three times a week, 30 minutes at a time. That person is far more likely to be successful than the person who says, I'm going to go to the gym every day for the month of January and spend at least an hour there, get crazy sweaty, go super hardcore. Here comes January. I think you can already see where someone committing to an hour and a half of work a week, when real life gets in the way, as real life tends to do, when they're not feeling it, when they're tired, when they're stressed, when they're in a rush, when it feels like there's not time and room for it, there is a way to drive this into the space and keep cementing that habit. The more you do things, the more you do things, right? The more you do things, the more these are the things you do. We want to build that habit. We want it to become automatic. It's a thing you wouldn't think about not doing. The person who decides to go every day in the month of January, and then two and a half weeks in, they fall off the boat. Now they've failed. And once they fail, the thing's gone. They can't tell their friends they went every day in the month of January. They have failed at their goal. Now they're much less likely to go the next day. If they skipped the 15th, they're significantly less likely to go on the 16th because the goal is already destroyed. It already didn't happen. If they don't go on the 16th, they're more likely to not go on the 17th. And if they don't go three days in a row, it is entirely possible they won't go back. Or it's going to be weeks or months or whatever until they hit another moment, another stressor, another emotionally challenging point in their life when they reach out for big, dramatic change and say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to change everything. No more carbs, no more alcohol. I'm going to live on lemon juice and broccoli for the rest of the summer. It's not going to work. Let the motivation drive you. Don't discount the motivation. Don't discount the desire for big changes. And big changes are okay as a goal. Big changes are not really useful as a plan. Your plan should lead you toward your goal. 
What is the smallest increment that will move you toward that goal? What's the smallest moment? We use this a lot with mobility, uh, tendon health, sort of rehab programs. People say, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm having this shoulder thing. I need to work on my shoulder mobility. So I was thinking I would do like 30 or 40 minutes of stretching four or five times a week. Setting aside the probable uselessness of 30 to 40 minutes of stretching. Let's say we could design a awesome program that would work on flexibility, mobility, just for your shoulders, and it would take 40 minutes. And we decide to do that four times a week. You probably wouldn't do it. The person who is after this, they want the shoulder mobility because they want to overhead press a little more, or they want to work on their gymnastics. Their handstand line isn't what they want it to be. If the person is working on their hip mobility, maybe it's because they're actually a distance runner and they started having some pain in their hip after they're out for more than 45 minutes or an hour. Totally realistic. Instead of committing to 40 minutes, four times a week, what if we can build you a eight minute sequence that you can do before you go running, which right now is two to three times a week. So now we've taken it down from 160 minutes of work to 24 minutes of work. It's much more likely the 24 minutes of work will actually happen. It's not that there's not value in the 40 minutes four times a week, but if it doesn't get done, then it becomes valueless. Giving someone a product that they can't or won't use does no one any good. Being super complicated and super fancy, being incredibly dramatic, making these huge overarching mega changes to someone's life and workout style is very unlikely to be successful. Small baby steps, small meaningful changes. What is the smallest increment that will move you toward that goal? Let's do that. Commit to that. Is it easy? Great. Take the next step. If going to the gym three times a week for 30 minutes, you do that two, maybe three weeks in a row, and you're like, actually, I feel great. And maybe a couple days when you're there, you end up staying another 10 minutes. You do one day, 30 minutes, two days, 40 minutes, another 20 minutes in the gym, you've almost added another day of working out in just because you felt like it. But on the days you don't feel like it, maybe you're watching the clock and you're moving right up to 29 minutes, 59 seconds, and done. That's totally cool. It absolutely works. We can build on small changes. Taking small steps into small steps into small steps is relatively easy. And when you miss one, it's not a major setback. Taking big, giant steps is very difficult to do. And when you miss one, it's a significant setback. I know I'm going on a little bit. We're going to wrap this up. What I want to leave you with is this. Life is a series of small choices. Everything you do is small choices. Every time you decide to eat something, every time, every interaction you have, every conversation you have with someone, the way you move through the world, putting one foot in front of the other is a choice. Tiny adjustments to these small choices will produce small, meaningful changes. The small, meaningful changes will lead to new behaviors. Sustained behaviors become habits, and habits are foundational to everything we do. Chase the small, meaningful changes. They will serve you the rest of your life. Thank you again for listening. We finally got through this one on the seventh or eighth take, whatever it is. No construction interruptions. Uh, no backing up trucks. No pet issues. Thank you, Ranger, watching me like a hawk from across the room.
my cat ranger as ever i really appreciate your time team if you have any questions feedback hit us up on instagram feel strong fit i love hearing from you i really appreciate all the feedback so far please be safe please take care of each other and feel strong thank you so much for listening to the feel strong fitness podcast please visit us at feelstrong.me dm us at feelstrongfit on instagram to get started or just pick our brain if you could rate and review us on itunes five stars write something it makes a big difference folks we don't work with everyone but we'll talk to anyone if you're ready to get started today get in touch thank you again and feel strong